Yay! And then you have to pretend. You have to pretend that that's what... Dixie joined! Dixie joined! Dixie joined the Periscope! Yes! That's fantastic! She's in the other room! Oh! What a time to be alive! (laughs) We're Jeff the future! Welcome, everybody, live from the Straight Red Plex. I am, of course, Jeff Ross. With me, as always, Alex Kibler, who I don't know if you guys know this, is the only man to have ever been admitted to Smith College. Alex, how'd you pull that off? Is Smith College a girls' college? Oh, wow. Just killing jokes. No, I I wanted to have the the joke. I wanted to get the joke. Yes, it's like the most famous women's college. And you say women's college not girls college oh that's fair i guess that's offensive oh alex and you went there yeah you went to that school yeah. what was that an education degree what do you have well uh boy i don't know how to answer that and not be offensive um well, we, you what should to, i <laughs> you need to work on a lot of things in your we life we should start this podcast over again why is that i love how this is going i love how this is going Oh, man. Hey, you want to talk about soccer? No, but (laughs) we did have some MLS Uh, games this past week. Before we get into that. Yeah, please. The previous week, we didn't do the Battle of the Pod. Ooh, do you want to do that now or do you want to do it? I kind of want to do the Battle of the Pod now. I want to see how I did specifically. Okay. Because gingers, listen, I will win this pod one way or the other. Either fairly or by stealing (laughs) it in the dead of night. That sounds fair. Um, So in week eight, Jeff had four points. Alex had two points. Nice. And in week nine, uh, Jeff had five and Alex had five. That puts our current point Mm -hmm. totals at Jeff with 38 points, Alex with 42 points. Um, Little, you know, the insurmountable lead. It's it's not insurmountable. It is. You have a surmountable lead. It's amazing to me how infrequently you hear surmountable without the N. Like, normally... That amazes you. I'm amazed by simple things. Yeah, you've got a low bar, man. That's really, a really low really bar. <laughs> well, I don't hear surmountable uh, that often. No, this light fixture is amazing. <laughs> this light fixture is amazing. I'm going to work uh, on my Alex Kibler impression. That's pretty good. I have this theory that I can get Alex Kibler's voice 100% correct. I'm going to work on it. I, I applaud your efforts already. New York City won Seattle 3 this past weekend. We oh, were there. really? Yeah, he sat right behind me. You sat he right behind me. He being me. Yeah. Okay, just want to clarify. I was talking to the dog. You understand the confusion. I do understand the confusion. Yeah, <sighs> New York City FC, not very good at sports. <laughs> no, certainly not. It's not right now. But it was mostly through the efforts of who else? Obafemi Martins and Clint Dempsey, those two can chew apart basically any team in the league. Um, and you saw that in this game. Um, they did. They did. And, you know, New York created decently well. And I think as David Villa returns to health, you will start to see them sort of maybe gel a little bit. I think we're starting to see the best attacking players on the field at the same time. You're starting to see Shelton, Poku, um, Villa... All of these guys on the field at the same time, which you weren't seeing at the beginning of the season. True. So hopefully the gold drought will start to go by the wayside. When David Villa came on to the field, it was tied 1-1. It was. When he left the field, they had lost 3-1. <laughs> You're questioning his defensive record? Is that what I'm understanding? I'm just here? saying the numbers didn't swing in the direction <laughs> they would have okay. wanted. I want all these gingers to know, both the ones who are listening to this podcast and the people who are watching our award-winning periscope that after this game alex kibler claimed that seattle was not a good team no uh, that is not in the least what i said alex kibler (laughs) said i can single-handedly beat (laughs) seattle i have i wrote this down no well good for you i guess what i said he said one arm tied behind my back (laughs) no and with one eye poked out by a stick of your choosing okay so i could beat the seattle sounders in Seattle. Here's what I actually said. Uh, do you wrote your own quotes? No, but I because I knew you were going to bring this up, I actually did some research. So, this is this is what I actually said. What I said was, if you were to take 
Martins and Dempsey off of Seattle, and you were to take Discarood and Via off of New York City FC, that New York City is an equal or better team. That's what I said. Still disagree. <laughs> Here, so what I, I decided to do. I disagree. What I, I disagree. Decided, and, and turns out I'm wrong. But what I decided to do. Yeah, you're wrong. What I decided to do was go on to Who Scored, which is where I get a lot of the statistics for this show. And statistics um, for other things. Yeah, it's a, great, it's a great website. If you haven't used WhoScored.com, it's tremendous. Um, and what I did was is I averaged out all the performances from all the players who aren't Dempsey and Martins for Seattle and average those together and the exact same thing for all the players who aren't Via or Discarude for NYCFC. Would you like to hear yes. how close they are? Well, I'd just like to hear the numbers. So, so I I'm going to round to make my argument better <laughs> like a politician would. Seattle's team rating without Martins and Dempsey. 6.7. New York's team rating without Discarude or Via, 6.7. I'm Listen, still disputing That's just it. mathematics. That's mathematics. That's in, mathematics. In reality, that in reality it's 6.73 for Seattle and 6.68 for New York City. So not 6.7. No. But what I'm saying is don't, don't be... Don't be blindsided by Don't be blindsided the team that by the team Seattle that used to Seattle be. Seattle used to be. Yes. The pre Dempsey Martins team. Now listen, Martins and Dempsey are good enough to beat most of the teams in the league, and you're seeing that. I'll say this. What yeah. a lovely thought problem this was. But that's not the team that exists. So you can have your theoretical of, oh, let's take the best players of a team and pretend that they're not on the team. I agree with and you wholeheartedly. For some reason use that as our measurement, whether this team is good or not. I would say let's use the team that you have and what the interesting and see if they're good or not. The interesting the corollary they're good. The interesting corollary to this is that you're clearly getting better play out of your big stars in Seattle than you are in New York City. Oh, and if, and if you're far. in New York City, you need to figure out how to truly yoke the talents of Discarood and, and, and Via until you sort of yoke. Yoke. Yoke their strength, indeed. Yoke their Some strength. other stats here. Seattle scores a goal for every 6.3 shots. New York City scores a goal for every 20.5 shots. Seems a little high. A little bit. Here's a very interesting one as well. Only 35% of Seattle shots are taken from outside the box. Only 35%. But that's because they can actually get penetration in there. 47% of cities are taken from outside the box. Because they can't get there. They can't get there. They can't get there. I think it's also a question of... I, I truly think that at some point what will happen is a, a ball will bounce the right way and a team will score. New York City will score a goal... And I think, I'm hoping anyway, that it will open sort of the floodgates. What about that other New York game? Oh. There's another New York team. Someone told me that one time. New England Revolution 2, New York Red Bulls 1. This, this was interesting. I, you had a great goal from Charlie mm-hmm. Davies. Tremendous goal from Charlie Tremendous. Davies. Yes. Is he, he has three goals in three games. Slowly sneaking his way back into the men's national team picture, you think? Slowly sneaking his way back in. You got to remember, we have a gold cup coming up. Yep. Very soon. I would expect us to hear a bit more about what that squad looks like. I wouldn't be surprised to see him in. That being said, he hasn't been called into camp in ages. No, he's not, no. So they haven't had any up close looks at Charlie Davies for quite some time. But Jurgen Klinsman keeps saying just because you're not on the team now doesn't mean you've been forgotten about. Yeah, and with a player like Charlie Davies, you know, he was known for his pace when he first came up. I remember that breakaway goal at Azteca being just a, a, a absolute raw display of pace. He's not that player now. You know, no. he's he's still fast. He's not like lead leading fast. He's still very creative. He's he has a lot of flair when he plays. And I feel like when you look at the forwards that we have, you don't have that guy. You don't have that mm-hmm. I'm going to try this ridiculous shot. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, guy. You have you know the physical and Josie Alzador. You have the clinical and Aaron Johansson. You have the uh, the sitter miss uh, of Chris Wondolowski. <laughs> you have you have all those things. <laughs> that's what he brings. Well, he I, brings the miss. That's, ask that's Belgium a, what he brings. Um, well, they probably don't remember his name. Probably not. But you know, he's he brings a little bit of flair to a team that really doesn't have a lot. Fair. To be very honest. fair, but do you see him come in for camp? Do you think they call him in? 
I'm we afraid have, to say friendly. That, yeah, I'm afraid to say that they're not going to call him in. But I, I think he deserves another call up. Also, did you watch this game? Neither team wanted to wear their home uniforms. It was weird. It was really TV. weird. So when I tuned in, I had it backwards. Yeah, the teams wear. Yeah, yeah. They all, they were all wearing the opposite. Yellow color. and red. I don't know. What I don't the heck was what's on. happening there. It was no, wild. It was really weird. Wild I didn't game. like it at all. It was really unfortunate. But hat tip to New England. Yeah. And remember, Gingers, that is my preseason pick. For the East, New England at top. Well, they had the swagger in this match. They came out with the obvious confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, it's in their house. It was a great crowd by Gillette Stadium standards. Yeah. Um, and, you know, but frankly, New York, after the first 20 minutes until a little bit in the second half, really bossed the match. They had most of the possession. They created enough chances, and there were several chances that should have been finished that were not finished by BWP, by Matt Miazga. Um, it, it wasn't a good dis- finishing display. Um, but at the same time, when you're New England, you'll take that all day. You go up early, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to sit back and let you do your thing, and then I'm going to kill you on the breakaway. That is what they do, New yeah. England revolution. Indeed, yes. D.C. Oh, here's... Oh. Hashtag Are you ready for crew. this? Yeah, what about them? D.C. United 2, Columbus nil. I don't want to talk about it, really. My hashtag new crew didn't come through for me. Mm. You know, you rode that bandwagon pretty hard. I'm still riding it. You don't give up on the bandwagon, folks. Spindle and Rolf were just, frankly, too much for... You know, the thing is with Columbus is that you, you sometimes see them be kind of passive. You know, mm-hmm. there, as much creativity as they have on the ball, there's not a ton of running off the ball. And when you play a physical team like DC, you see that happen. But Spindle and Rolf were just ridiculous. They, the, the forwards absolutely ate the, that defensive back for for breakfast, really. Ate them um, for breakfast? That sounds gross, really, when you think it about really it. It really does. Yeah. Um, you know, for, I was really happy to see there were no raccoon-related deaths <laughs> during this match. Oh, my I wondered, God. You know how they have, like, a sign, like, in workplaces that's, like... So many days since our last... Do they have like a 400 days since our last raccoon-related death? You pronounce raccoon so weirdly. What do you say? Raccoon. What do I say? You say it right now. Raccoon. That's not how you said it. Before. Raccoon. You said it all weird What did I time. say? Raccoon. You're like, raccoon? It was weird. The oh. emphasis was all strange. So when you speak with a hillbilly dialect, as Which I, I am wont to do... Oftentimes, you put the f- emphasis on the first syllable more than you should. That's that's a thing. I can't deal with you hill people. It is a people. thing. It's too much. It's but too much. Kamara missed chances. Mara missed chances. Iguain played a decent game, but they just weren't as coherent off the ball as you ex- as you expect out of of the crew. And and you cannot go to uh, RFK and do that. You just can't. These United are too technically good and too fundamentally sound. Fundamentally sound. Look at this credit being given to the nation's capital. Indeed. Not bad. Not bad. There are a bunch of other games. Yeah. That we just don't have time to Some other games from around the league. Um, Wednesday night, uh, Red Bulls drew Colorado. Friday, um, Dallas beat Houston 4-1. Huge. Did you watch any of this? I did. I know we don't have the time to get into it, but... Dallas eight. We can take a second to talk about they it. Yeah, ate them. they really did. I they picked did. Houston to win that match. Did I? No, you picked a draw. I think. Oh, that was a mistake. Yeah. It was not. Dallas went to work on that. <sighs> they really did. They did. They they made all the right moves. They yeah. made all the right moves. The stats are not all of them are in Dallas. Well, it's funny favorite, because but... they got outshot almost two to one from Houston, but they oh, made but their the shots, shots count. Dallas was taking. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh my god. All, almost all of them were on and at target. At some point, it just felt like Houston was rolling over. Yeah, despite the fact they had all the possession. I think you see a Dallas team that's confident enough to say, you know what, we're going to sit back and watch this happen. You know what I mean? Like Dallas it's- is still very good. I know they've had their stumbles lately, but they're very, very good. Uh, Real Salt Lake, San Jose. Yeah, 1-1. One, one, yeah. Uh, you you know, took a San Jose win in this, I did. You? I, you know, I still am not as impressed with RSL as I guess others are, um, but that's just me. Philadelphia nil, Toronto FC one. Can Good. I talk about this briefly? Please go ahead. It's not so much about the game specifically, but by for Toronto as a team, they had a seven match, uh, seven road games mm-hmm. in a row uh, due to BMO Field being renovated. Right. I believe they're opening this weekend. I believe it's May tenth. Oh opening. really? Yeah, I believe it's this. Oh, weekend. we should have gone to Toronto. Yeah, it's closer than Montreal. 
Don't you dare. Don't you dare. I will end you, Alex Kibler. Ginger's Montreal is closer than Toronto. And I will not stand for this. There's about four people in the world that get that reference. And they understand how offended I am right now. Anyway. So, seven-game road stretch. (laughs) They win three of those seven games. That's not how it started. They won one and lost four in a row, and they won the next two. But you win three of seven road games in a row. Oh, that's not a bad record. And in the East, right now, where we are in the season, that's a really good place. They're in playoff position right now. When you look at it in that way, and you say, you know, you had seven games to start the season, and during those seven games, you took... You know, a minimum of nine points. What's That's wrong bad. with that? Yeah, That's no, I, I don't That's have any problem bad. with that at all. Now, the naysayers will say you took your points against Philly. You took your points against Orlando. But those points count just as much as anybody else's points count. You know what I mean? So I just have to give t- credit to Toronto by being a road warrior, getting three wins out of seven road matches. That's not bad. The sad part is the other four games were all losses. There's no draws. Yeah, there. yeah. Toronto either wins or loses. Feast or famine. Portland nil, Vancouver nil. I, what's gotten into Vancouver? I was shocked by that. I was too. I well, I expected better. I expected goals. Firepower from both teams. To be honest, fifteen with you. goals. Yeah, in I think game. you took like a three-two or something. I took something huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Alan Galaxy won. Colorado won. Alan Gordon needs help because he's the only one scoring. Hey, he's keeping him in it. <laughs> he is. Uh, Sporting KC won Chicago nil. Interesting match. Did you watch that one? Interessante. I, you know, the thing with Chicago is, well, the thing with Sporting is, they still have enough individual talent to, to Jameson. Yes, Bradford Jameson played. Thank you. Wait, hold on. Were you aware of this? <laughs> no. Because I, I feel like sometimes you don't know. Uh, I, I'll admit, I, fe- I fell, fell behind. <laughs> I normally let you know in advance when Bradford Jameson the fourth is about to start or play or be brilliant. He played in this game. Were you aware of this? Our beloved gingers reminded me. Did you know that? Fantastic. Yeah, yeah we can count on them, unlike glug, you. Glug, 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 yep. glug, 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 I'm drinking beer. And then Houston nil San Jose won yesterday. Yeah, Houston's still Tuesday. That's games. Tuesday for those of you listening Good to this. Good for San the Jose. Present. Or as you call it, San Joseph, because you're weird. Quick free kick. Did you see the goal from that one? No. It was like a, a really quick free kick that they took. It was really great. Perfect. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, lightning strikes, indeed. You're, you're just getting lightning rid of the... Lightning strikes, indeed, uh, is your catchphrase. Boom so goes the dynamite. of weather... <laughs> Canadian Weather. Championship. Oh, yeah. Going on right nice now. Nice segue. Listen, I ride segues for days. I'm like Paul Blart out here. What is wrong with you? Are it's you hot having hot here. flashes? A little bit. Menopause. It's a terrible thing. Dixie, fix your boyfriend. All right, now listen to me. <laughs> yes. If you didn't hear it, Gingers, she said, not possible. And it isn't. In Edmonton. And Edmonton... They are playing a game for the Canadian Championship. It's only a four-team tournament, and the winner of this tournament goes to the CONCACAF Champions League. Snowed out. Game. It's May. It's May, which just <laughs> proves my long-standing theory that Canada is a terror country. It's terrible there. That I did not expect that to, sentence to end that way. It did. Yeah. Canada, you're on my terror list. Listen, as long as as Canada starts producing the Cinderella stories that they've been producing with the Montreal Impact in the oh, CCL final this year, I'm cool with it. Do you're what cool you want. With Canada, snow out what you want to. I don't care. It snowed out. Yeah, game snowed out in May, which makes me never, ever, ever want to visit Edmonton in in May or just in at general? any time. What what is wrong with that? With Edmonton, yeah. What, what do you mean, what's wrong with No, Edmonton? I'm just saying, the snow is cool. What's wrong with snow? Were you not a part of the winter we just had? That I was, don't that was mind a horror snow. show. I don't mind snow. I don't mind it. I don't have a problem with it. I have a problem with you. Well, right? <laughs> Snow's a scam. My it's girlfriend scam. is going to be the host of this podcast very soon. Wait, are you replacing me now? No, I'm saying that you're going to replace me. Good. In my Good. house with my computer and my microphones and my iPad. I'm going to... That's true. One of them's hers. Nice. I gave it to and her. And I'm going to interpret that as meaning all of this is hers. <laughs> Perfect. Oh you know, we'll get the lawyers out here. We'll sort it out. Yep. 
But that is very entertaining to me that the Canadian Championship could not foresee that it would snow in Edmonton, the world's worst place. I don't. I, you're using a lot of hyperbole right now, and I'm uncomfortable. As you should be. As you should be. <laughs> Our good friends in Philadelphia, where we have strong ginger support, we by do. the way. We do. We have strong ginger in support in Philadelphia. So it pains me to criticize Philly, but they do things that make me criticize them. Yet another goalkeeper controversy. <laughs> I, I effed it up, folks. I effed it up. Ray Simboli's back. That's a thing. Ray right? Simboli is back from his European. I guess he was kicked out. I, I still don't quite understand. If what you would have told me two months ago that we have a shortage of goalkeepers in Philadelphia, the rest of their goalkeepers are injured. I know, but like, come on. We all made fun of them before. So many people love this lamp. We're getting Periscope comments about our IKEA lamp. It is from IKEA. Dixie, they love the lamp. I love lamp. It's not from IKEA. It was extremely expensive. I think it's an Italian uh, original. It's an Italian original, she says. This came from Rome. I'm going to be in Rome in five days. Yeah, without your girlfriend. What's that trip all about? Yes. You need to show me how to do this. Oh, no, I will. I'm just going to pop over here with Dixie. We'll do the pod. I don't see that ending well. I see it ending great. We'll <laughs> never get this job again. Oh, dear. Everything's going very well. Uh, In Philadelphia, they have three goalkeepers. Apparently, none of them are suitable to play goalkeeper. No. I What's that all about? I Well, it's a joke. I feel like the jokes write themselves when you're talking about the Philly goalkeeping story. I feel like one day there will be a documentary... And it's basically the 2014-15 season, Philly goalkeepers. McMath or no? Emboli or no? They spent a lot of money on Emboli. They really did. I was about to point out, your documentary sounds terrible. I... But they spent a lot of money on him. They're paying him basically DP money. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he looks terrible. Uh, I don't know. I really don't. I feel bad for the Philly fans because the Philly fans have been fantastic, especially to this podcast. They deserve a better team. They deserve better management. I actually think the coaching there is good. Oh, I would agree with you. I think the coaching there is good. But who are these players? I, I Well, here's the thing. I, I legitimately think if they are properly motivated and if they finish their chances, they can compete with a lot of teams in the East. The East is not strong. And I, I think they could still sneak into a playoff spot. Let's not count them out right now. Everyone who's in the bottom of the Eastern Conference yes. standings can still go to the playoffs. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah, easily. They string together, honestly, like two or three good games, and they're in. Mm-hmm. Celebrity news for you. Oh, okay. Celebrity news for you. All right. Your favorite person... Landon Donovan. Oh, I was going to say someone else. Me? Well done, Dixie. I wish you could have seen his face. It was great. It was great. Alex Kibler is still not addressing the question of whether his favorite person is his girlfriend who is here. Well, obviously. Should we we wait this out? I'm going to wait it out. Everyone knows that she's my favorite person. Duh. Duh. I mean, that's just obvious. I mean, the implication is, of course, everyone but her, right? Wow. Right? Everyone knows that. Wow. I don't know. How does that feel, I'm Dixie? I'm going to go downstairs in the basement and grab that shovel you might need. Oh, 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 oh well done. You're getting replaced. It's all going to happen. <laughs> She's funnier than me, too. Yeah, that's why this is going to be great. You'll never have your job again. Landon Donovan got married. He did. Good for him. Uh, you know... Happy wedding? What do you say when someone... Congratulations, what do you say? Uh, listen, he's... If you're Landon Donovan, go have a honeymoon. Well, I imagine he will. Go enjoy yourself. And then come back and sign with NYCFC because we need you desperately. <laughs> we need you. Do not... Please, not come back ha- to soccer. That's not going to happen. Please. That's not going to happen. Oh. If Landon Donovan were to come out of retirement, he'd go back to L.A. No, listen. They love him there. That's true. We love him here. It's Landon Donovan. The voice goes so high. He's, he's an American icon or wow. something. Icon. He's an icon. He's an icon. Icon. If Landon Don... This will never happen, by the way. Hashtag Landon to NYCFC. That's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. If Landon Donovan were to come out of retirement, he would go straight back to LA Galaxy. Why would he go to any other team? Because 
oil money is the first answer. <laughs> the second answer is um, a challenge. What's a challenge? What's well, a challenge? You know, listen, no, he doesn't. If you've already, easy... if you've already retired and you come out of retirement, your first thought is, isn't? Oh, I want life to be you harder. You know that. I know all. Landing to San Jose, that's probably not going to happen. He used to play for San Jose. That would actually be a great swan song. One more year with San Jose. It's like, it's like uh, LeBron James going back to Cleveland. Exactly, yes. I agree with that. You should go back to that German team out. he originally played for. Was it Borussia Mönchengladbach? I'm sure we pronounced that perfectly. Perfect. Our German <laughs> is so stellar. Oh, oh God, so- Jason's here. Oh, man, that's great. You know, the people who listen to this podcast have no idea what you're talking about. No, my friend Jason's here. This is a guy that I work with. <laughs> That's your clarification. It Shut wasn't up. like what you were pointing at or addressing. Uh, you just said, oh, wait, that's my friend. Yep, yep. Oh, my God. You're fired. I'm replacing you with Dixie. It's over. This, this is my swan song. You this know what, is... Dixie? Come in here. No. This... Dixie. Oh, I almost had it. I almost mm. had it. I almost had you swapped out. I'll replace you with the dog and me with Dixie. Fair. Done. Make it happen. That's a different podcast altogether. We podcast. watch HGTV mostly. Moving on. HGTV or HDTV? I Because it's educational. Um, if we... <laughs> Let's just move on. How about that? We're talking about something else. Hey, you know what, Jeff? Jeff. Yes. Remember that one time we had a guest? Yeah, we had a guest once. Yeah. We had, you know what? We had Kyrie Shelton. We did. We had we had future US Soccer Hall of Famer Kyrie Shelton. Wow. Bold. Bold. Bold, bold pick. <laughs> That's bold. Oh man. Um and and so now, you know, we need to form a team. Listen, we call him our first team ginger. Yeah, we only have one player. So we got on a our forward. Team. We got a forward. We got a powerful forward. Athletic. Strong. What we need really... Handsome. Handsome. Tall. <laughs> He's got that cool hair thing going on. <laughs> oh, my what God. What we need now... What we need now is holding midfielder, composure in the midfield. We need someone to represent our brand with the hair color. I think I have somebody. I think we do, too. I think I have somebody. Yeah. Worth adding to Straight Red FC. Is that who we are? Oh, yes. Straight I like Red that. FC. Straight. We're definitely a sponsor. Are we, are we, or are we SC? Are we a soccer no, club? No, we're a soccer club. This is America. So we're, we're straight red SC. SC. Yeah, just like the Chicago Fire. We're exactly. a soccer club. Indeed, yes. Perfect. I think I do have somebody for us. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, mm. the New York Red Bulls captain, Ooh! Dax McCarty. Dax, uh, we're going to start with the hard-hitting questions right, right, right on mm. the top. Now... If you're not a regular listener to Straight Red, as you should be, because for most people it's legally required, you may not be aware <laughs> that my co-host Alex Kibler is a New York City FC season ticket holder. Oh, so man. my first question to you, Dax, is, <laughs> now we all know it's a mistake, but how big of a mistake is it? Well, it's a pretty big mistake. I, I should hang up right now. Oh! Um, well, there's no need for that. Now wait, but, let's... Uh... <laughs> But I won't do that. I won't do that. I'll uh, I'll be professional. Yeah, it's a big mistake, you know. I mean, Red Bulls have been around for quite some time, you know. And then the new rich team comes in, and bam! I guess he gets season tickets. Maybe it's more convenient for. Him, I don't know but, why uh, I saw this going better than it's going, but it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> no, I knew no. that I was going to get crapped all over. But well, okay, whatever. You know what you deserve. Hey, hey, you know what? I mean, look, there's there's people that like watching teams win, and you know they'll come watch <laughs> us, and then there's people that don't like watching teams win, and I guess they'll go to NYCFC. Uh, well done. I will tell you that it is an honor to be crapped on by you. Um, so you got a new coach this year. <laughs> Um, you know, you played for a long time under Mike Petke. Uh, we have a, a Reddit user named Razor Hater who wants to know sort of what's different now with Jesse Marsh. It seems to him as if there's some different tactical changes that are going on, and he sort of wants to know what the discussion, how the discussion points have changed since Marsh came in. Yeah, you know, there's there's a few differences, and and I think it's kind of unfair to compare them because the fact of the matter is is is. They just they, they have completely different teams, and I, wh- what I mean by that, in a sense, is that you know Mike had a team with a guy on it that is probably one of the greatest players to not only ever play the game, but also to play in MLS named Thierry Henry. Yeah, and when you have a guy like that on your team, you have to build the team kind of around him and his talents and his strengths and what he has to do. 
So now that Thierry has retired and we have a new coach, I mean, it's it's, it's kind of hard for me to compare them because, you know, maybe Mike would have done some things a little bit differently uh, if he didn't have Thierry. So what I will say is that, you know, the big change has just been uh, obviously defensively. Um, you know, last the last couple of years, we've been a little bit on the older side in terms of age. Um, and then we've gotten rid of, you know, a few of the older guys on the team, Thierry, Tim, Olave, mm-hmm. Ibrahim Sagaya, Peggy Lilliandula, a couple guys that were tremendous players, but obviously not the, uh, the spring chickens they used to be. So I think what we've done is we've just gotten younger and we've gotten a little bit fitter. Um, and defensively, obviously we, we've, we've gone more to a, a high pressure type of team. Um, so that's the main difference for me is just defensively. Uh, we're, we're so much more focused on trying to win the ball high up the field instead of in the past, we were a little bit more of a low pressure team that, um, you know, we would let teams kind of get a rhythm and play. And, and this year, that's just something that's totally changed for us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, unlike my cohort, Alex Kibler, I have been to Red Bulls games this year. And I will say, uh, being there in Red Bull Arena, it does feel like a more complete team on the field. And you guys are doing very, very well in the East right now. Yeah, I mean, it feels like it feels like everyone uh, is on the same page. And mm. I know in, in the past that wasn't always the case. Um, and it was it was tough because obviously we had a lot of big personalities in the team. And I think this year, uh, I think the co- new coaching staff has come in and, and they've done a really good job in just saying, listen, uh, right from the get go, um, you know, we're going to be a team that that we're not going to have a star player. We're not going to have a guy that's the face of the franchise like it has been in the past. We're going to be a team that does things together on the field and off the field. And when you have that mantra, uh, I think it's, it's easy for guys to buy in and it's easy for guys to say, all right, uh, you know, I want to fight hard for my teammate next to me. I want to run that extra couple, you know, meters to try to cover for a teammate that might be out of position. And I think that that's really tangible and you can feel that on the field, uh, if you're a player and if you're a fan watching the game. Now, that, uh, that comment about things being different off the field, are we talking about Buffalo, Buffalo Wild Wings here? Where, where are we going? Dave and Buster's? What, yeah, what does it I look mean, like? I think, I, think, I think we're talking about, you know, more of uh, a couple team-oriented activities. Like, we've done, uh, we've done a few fun things. We've gone out to some fun dinners together in the city. Um, we've, we've, made, uh, we've made Red Bull kind of give us the, old, uh, the corporate credit card, and then we kind of <laughs> nice. have some fun with that out and some some really nice dinners, you know, maybe I'll get a few extra appetizers and, and a few extra desserts, you know, but, yeah. um, you know, we've done a lot of fun things like team barbecues. We've, we've gone uh, bowling once, which was an unbelievable uh, sight to see for, for some teams that, that haven't, uh, some players that haven't been bowling before. So who is the, done, you know, we're, I was going to say, who's the best and worst bowler on the team? The worst bowler, um, the worst bowler is, let's see. Uh, by far, it's this uh, this young African kid on our team. His name's Anatole Abang. He's like a big striker, a big number nine, mm-hmm. um, and he just he rolls the ball as hard as he can, and that's a really admirable thing that he tries to do. <laughs> but unfortunately, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't always go straight. It yeah. ends up in the gutter more than it ends up knocking down pins. And I say the best bowler. Um, it kills me to say it because we're so competitive in everything we do, but it's probably Luis Robles. If I'm oh, being honest. really? Really? He's going to get so Luis. excited that you yeah. said that. Yeah. You gave him credit yeah, for something. I don't know. Yeah, he, I don't he, know. He's a good. He's a good bowler. I, I'd say. I'd say it's the competition between him, Sal Zizzo, and Connor Lay. They're all pretty good. Okay, fair enough. I hear that you're quite the ping pong player. I sort of fancy myself to Here be. We go. Quite the ping ponger myself. Is I. That- I am, yeah, I am, I am a ping pong aficionado um, mm. myself. You know, I consider myself uh, one of the top seven thousand players in the United States. Boom! <laughs> uh, oh, uh, wow. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I'm impressed I just, with unfortunately, that. Unfortunately, I, I haven't been able to focus on honing my, my ping pong career because I have something else I have to do. Just something oh, yeah. small. Yeah, Let's talk got, about that something small got, uh, a little you bit got here. something else these days? Uh, you Busy? famously played for UNC Chapel Hill. Um, go Tar Heels. I, go Tar Heels. Uh, first of all, look great in sky blue, uh, but that's oh, another point. Oh, my. Um, so you really understand local rivalries. Uh, absolutely. When you think about... When you would go and play Duke, or you would go and play NC State, maybe to a lesser degree, what pack. kind of mindset were you put in? Oh, it's just a totally different mindset. And I think the mind, it's going to be very similar to the mindset we're going to have when we play NYCFC. Yeah. And that mindset is, um, it's, it's almost more of a fight and a battle than it is a soccer game. 
Oh, and, yeah. you know, I know that's probably not the, the best things for fans to hear, but the fact of the matter is um, if you can get the psychological edge on your, your rival that you're playing early in the game, uh, then you're going to have a good chance of winning that game. And that's why I think that's why you see so many times when Real Madrid plays Barcelona, most of the time it's not always the prettiest game. There's no. a lot of fouls. It's a lot of cynical things happening on the field. Um, you know, and then once the game gets going, it all settles down a little bit. But I really think that that's what you're going to see, just like you would in a in a Duke UNC game, mm-hmm. whether it's basketball or soccer. I mean, you're going to see you're going to see guys that that want to win the game a little bit more than uh, they usually would. So I expect no different uh, against NYCFC. Now, I'm sure you've noticed this that fans are trying to give this a name right now. Uh-huh. It's a brand new rivalry, so there's a lot of things. Bouncing around. Of course, Alex Kibler has his. Alex Hudson Kibler. River Derby. I think that's uh, perfect, I right? Don't, I don't know. <laughs> Two sides of the Hudson. Which, I think that's it? great. Hudson Hud- River Hudson Derby. Hudson River Derby. I, I think, like. I think it could work. Okay, fair enough. What names are you hearing in the locker room? Like, what are people calling it? Or is this just May 10th and we have a game? You know what? This is totally media and fan driven. Honestly, the players, we don't talk about names. We don't even, we're not even clever enough enough to come up with good names. Well, we'll okay. leave that to you guys. You're too busy bowling, I understand. Okay. He has to bowl. So, and, and yeah, has... I'm too busy bowling and playing ping pong. Perfect. All right. Busy. Sounds He's good. A busy man. We'll work it. We'll work on well, it. Let's we'll, talk we'll about the game, out. though. How do you see this rivalry developing? You know, you have a team in, in the New York Cosmos as well that's sort of fighting for the New York media market. How do you see How do you see New York either embracing or not embracing soccer in the coming years, mainly because of this rivalry? Uh, yeah. I hope, hopefully I see it developing organically. Uh, hopefully that, you know, it's a Derby game for sure, but it's not a rivalry yet because we haven't even played. Right. So I think as soon as we step on the, uh, as soon as we step on the field against them, you know, the intensity is going to be heated up. Uh, I think, you know, things have to happen on the field for, for it to, uh, for it to turn into a big rivalry. And I think once there's a little bit of history, I think the teams are really going to start to feel the passion that the rivalry is going to bring. So Right now, obviously, it's just another game. But I think once once we all step on the field and once the, the, we see all the fans in the stadium and the whistle blows, uh, you can you can you're going to feel the intensity pick up pretty quickly because obviously you want the bragging rights in New York. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I, I would like to sort of ask you a question about captaining. Uh, Reddit user Mystery Master wants to know what's the toughest part about being the captain, and especially maybe following up a captain like Thierry Henry. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, following up a, a guy like Thierry is never going to be easy. There's no one. No one's going to be able to replace the things that Thierry brought to the team. Um, he was a tremendous player and a tremendous leader. But I think for me, the one thing is I just wanted to try to be a leader in, in a different way. You know, I just wanted to try to be a leader by example, um, a guy that does the right things on and off the field. Um, and, and I think that is the hardest thing about it is just making sure that sometimes when, when you're the captain um, and you're not having your best day or maybe you're not having your best game, uh, you know, you still need to be the emotional leader. You still need to be the guy on the field that's doing the right things and making sure guys are following your lead because obviously you're looked at a little bit more. You're looked at with a little bit more scrutiny. You're maybe under the spotlight a little bit more. Um, and other than that, the toughest thing is the coin toss. I haven't been very good at the coin toss. So <laughs> really? I need to really get better at that. Hey, I need to get better. Practice makes perfect. I understand. you got to put the same dedication you do towards bowling into that coin toss. <laughs> We'll get this all figured Absolutely. out. Absolutely. We'll get this all Absolutely. figured out. Well, thank you very much, Dax, for your time. Uh, I, I appreciate you coming on to our humble podcast. No problem, guys. And dealing with us both. And if you ever want to come back, we would love to have you. Oh, no problem, guys. Of course. Anytime. Thanks for having me. Thanks a million. Thank you for joining us, Dax. It was a pleasure having you, and welcome to Straight Red SC. That's what we landed on, right? He's on the first team. He's on the first team. Well, he has to start. Oh, of course. It's Dax went, McCarty. Come I'm on. I'm willing to give him the captain's armband I'm, right now. Right now. Let's do it. Yep. Right now. All right. So he's our captain, and yep. Kyrie Shelton definitely starting in forward. Yep. We'll see how the, the team gets built at some point. This let's will be good. Just tr- let's go for a goalkeeper. Let's. Ooh. Who Who is an interesting goalkeeper? Well, are we building this team for now or are we building it for the future? Because I'm going to say Bill Hamid. <laughs> if we, we if we want to really go future? crazy, we got to get Bill Hamid in here. Well, he just signed a new contract. Yes. He just signed a new Keep contract. Keep on moving down that eastern seaboard. I don't know if any of you follow sports news in general, but there was this story about um, Washington Capitals fans getting mistreated by the New York Islanders. While you they don't were, say. While they were out in Long Island. <laughs> yeah. Long Island living up to its Long Island reputation. Indeed. One of those people who was being mistreated was a former co-worker of mine. Really? She's from the D.C. area. 
She's a DC United fan. She's a big Bill Hamid fan. So if we get Bill Hamid on here, yeah. maybe we can have her tell him he's pretty or something. Who's not a Bill Hamid fan? Let's be totally honest Anyone with Anyone who supports a New York team, generally, because that's a rival team. Okay, fair enough. Um, you you want to go around the league there, Jeff? Yeah. Let's do it. Tonight, or two days ago for you in now land, Montreal at home against Toronto. Canadian things are happening. Now this is at Stad Saputo. It correct? is. Stad Saputo. This is their first game at Stad Saputo I believe this so, yes. season. They've played mm-hmm. in an Olympic Stadium the whole time. Yep. I'm actually giving Montreal the win, but a close one. I'm doing uh, I'm doing 1-0, which to me is still close. I think you're still going to start to see a a down downward sort of like a, a the slump from the CCL. I, I think you might see Toronto 2, Montreal 1. Interesting. Yes. Yes. Interesting. I think Toronto's saving it for their weekend game. We can talk about that in a moment. Uh, Real Salt Lake at home against LA Galaxy. That's also Wednesday Ooh, night. Ooh, at the riot. At the riot. I'm taking a 2-2 draw. 2-2 draw. Ooh, you're not going to like this. I'm not. First of all. And ne- neither is... Bradford a- Jameson is not going to score a goal. Whoa! Bold! I'm Whoa. bold. Is Nicky still on this? <laughs> if he is... If he is, he should really put a stop to this. Salt Lake 2, LA 1. 1? Yep. One if it's going to be 1, it'll be Bradford one. Jameson the 4th. 1. Do you know there are three previous Bradford Jamesons? He's the distilled version. No, no, no. You know how they have vodka no, no, no. that they it's distill aged. like four times? Okay, that's positive. In this yeah, it's case. good. It's good. I mean, in a good way. Friday night on Unimas. Uh, it's or, not pronounced that Yeah, way. but we do it every week. Orlando you do it every week. I you did it last that. week. Orlando go, at home go, against New England. I go, you Let's talk must. about the game. I do it lower. Oh, that's, that's sexier. Yeah. Uh, Orlando at home against New England. Ooh. What do you mean? It's in the Citrus Bowl. Huh? Yeah. But uh, Molino's tore his ACL, didn't he? Mm hmm. And it's also New England. You know, I love Orlando. They're always trying to send us magnets, but it never quite pans out. <laughs> we'll make that happen, by the way. Yeah, whoever, um, whoever did it, I forgot his name already. That's not true, but l- let's get that magnet situation sorted. We out. will, yes. I'm going to have to take New England on this, but New England, I'm going to do New England 1, Orlando nil. I think it's going to be worse than that. I think it's going to be New England 2, Orlando nil. I, I, I legit. What? Yeah, I, in the Citrus Bowl. New England is a strong in team right Citrus now. In the Citrus Bowl. Yes, in the Citrus Bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colorado at home against San Jose. That's 10 p.m. Also on Univision Deportes. In Colorado? In I'm Colorado. taking San Jose, actually. I'm taking San Jose in Colorado. Uh, I'm going to do 2-1. I see this going in a few different ways. I think Colorado can win this game. I, I think... I think, you know, you had Innocent Imagara, who did not play last week. He's not healthy. If he plays, it might be a different story. But I think Colorado can win this game. I think this. I think Colorado might win this game. I'm going to say 2-1 Colorado, believe it or not. Colorado's been playing better, but I'm not quite on the bandwagon. Saturday, Chicago at home against RSL in Toyota Park or Stadium or whatever it is. It tells you. Yeah, no, I know. Right there. It's called, it's called a joke. Yeah, a your joke. jokes sound like mistakes. Fair enough. I'm taking RSL away at Toyota Park 2-1. Ooh, I'm going to say 1-1. I think okay. Chicago is slowly improving to where they can sort of hold on, a, hold back, excuse me, a team of the quality of RSL. Montreal at home against Portland. That's on uh, TSN and RS, RDS2 and Root Sports Northwest. I'm going to make this a disappointing one. Nil-nil draw. Nil-nil draw. Oh, man, I would not be surprised by a nil-nil draw, to be honest with you. I've wanted Portland to just unleash because they have the talent to do so, but yeah. it hasn't happened. It hasn't happened. <sighs> I'm going with nil-nil draw. I'm sticking with it. I think Montreal will finally sort of be out of their hangover, and I think Portland will start to really... You want to see some coherent attack from Portland, but we'll sort of have to see how that goes. Uh, but yeah, 1-1 for me. Uh, Vancouver at home against Philly. BC Place. I, I have to take Vancouver at home. Me too. I have to. Philly, great support. I had a blast the last time I was in Philly. We yeah. need to go 
to Philly. Definitely. It's not that far away. Nope. And we need to check it out and, and uh, cash in on that free booze offer. I'm there, man. But Philly away, BC Place, Vancouver, at home, Vancouver firing all cylinders, one of the best teams in the West. Not the best, but one of the mm-hmm. best. Got to take Vancouver, and oh, Philly fans are going to hate me. 2 0, Vancouver. 2 0. I think Philly can score, but I do still think it's going to be Vancouver. I think uh, maybe, oh, I'm going to say 3 1, Vancouver. I really am. In BC Place. Trace Uno. Indeed, yes. DC United at home. RFK Stadium against Sporting Kansas City. This is a tough read for me. I know it isn't for you. But I feel that Sporting KC is getting better. Have you seen their new third jersey? Oh, yes. Sharp. It's, it's, I call it the Instagram filter jersey. Oh, of course you do. <laughs> They're like, you know what? What would be great is if we just made this like black and white for no reason. I, I like their third. Oh, I like it too. I like their third. And I am... Oh, DC's going to hate me. I'm taking this one as a draw, but <laughs> I'm taking a 2-2. Two, two. I'm taking a 2-2. Two, two. I, I see this going differently. Uh-oh. Strapping gingers. DC United... Two sporting Kansas City nil. Not a single goal. Not a one. I don't Not think a one. He's just gonna allow that. He'll he will murder his. We'll own see team. how it goes. Columbus at home against Seattle. This game. That's gonna be a game. That's gonna be the game of the weekend, probably if it weren't for the game that's happening Sunday. But well, we'll talk yes, about that. We'll yeah. talk about that in a moment. But that game is gonna. What? Who's showing that? Because I know uh, it's on uh, the local day, but that's, who's showing that's it? it? It's Q13 Fox and TWC. Oh, Q13 Ohio. Fox. I get that I over that the channel. Air. Yeah. I have a giant antenna. I get Indeed. that from Columbus. But you MLS Live subscribers will be able to watch the game in that method. Boy, all right. Gingers, you know where I stand here. I have been hashtag new crew yep. for a long time. A long time. Like 18 whole episodes. And I continue to ride the bandwagon hashtag new crew in a shocking win 2-1 in Mafre Stadium, coached by none other than L.A. Galaxy legend Greg Berhalter. I think that you got Columbus's goal tally correct, (laughs) but not Seattle's. Columbus 2, Seattle... Four. What? Four away goals against yes. Columbus? I do think so. Alex Kibler, I'm really looking forward to replacing you with Dixie. It's going to be a blast. She's better analyzing soccer than me. FC Dallas at home against LA Galaxy. That's in Toyota Stadium. Toyota Stadium. Stadium. Toyota not Park. Stadium. Stadium. Not Park. We fixed this. We got and not Toyota Field where the San Antonio Scorpions play in the NASL. Why would you break my brain that way? I didn't break Dallas it. Dallas at home against LA. Make it happen. Go. What's your pick? Uh, 2-2 draw. That's bold. 2-2 really? draw, even though it's LA away. 3-1 Dallas for me. What? No, not buying it. Dallas is the best offensive team in the in the West. Holy crap. Yep. Sunday at home, Toronto FC. And they, for the first time. For the first Toronto time home, at the home this season. Renovated, uh, BMO Field yes. is going to seat 30 Thousand, the largest soccer-specific stadium in North America. Indeed, yes. They play host to the Houston Dynamo. It's at 5 p.m. on ESPN2. I really wish they would have scheduled a Canadian team. Why would they not? There is a Toronto-Montreal game on, like, Wednesday. Yeah. Just swap Just move it. (laughs) I agree. I agree with you Play Houston, a team they have no real issue with. Well, they're not going to lose on their home debut. Nope. They're winning. They're winning. It's 2-1, though. I agree with that scoreline. I'll say 2-1 as well. There will be 30,000 of the Red Patch boys going nuts. And then... The game of the weekend. This is going to be something. New York Red Bulls at home in Red Bull Arena against New York City. The first Hudson River Derby with the aforementioned Dax McCarty present. Everybody keep in mind that Alex Kibler already filed a trademark for that. I did. So if you you (laughs) say it, you're giving money to the world's worst man. But New York, New York, the battle for New York City. This game 
is going to be nuts. Oh, it's going to be a madhouse. It's going to be... You're going to see so many cards on the field. It's going to be a brawl. It's going to be a brawl. This game will not finish 11 on 11. I guarantee no, it. No, there's no way it's 11 on 11 at the end. Something's going to happen in the stands. I've already heard about how much security there's going to be there, which there should be. Yep. It's going to be a nasty, very entertaining game. And I predict there's three of these games this season. I predict this first one is going to have the world's most unsatisfying finish of a <laughs> 1-1 draw. Oh, that's the worst. No winner at all mm. and people are going to roll in to Yankee Stadium on June 28th where they've opened the 300 level for this oh please 400 level well they've opened the 300 it will, probably will go to the 400 they're going to show up in Yankee Stadium it's going to be nasty so 1-1 one, one, you're going with 1-1 one, one. we're going with 1-1 one, one. One of our Periscope viewers went with 17 to 13 I find that to be accurate for um, the Red Bulls yeah <sighs> Jeff. Yes. Do you need a minute? I want to say. I can call someone for you. New York Red Bulls. Two. New York City. Three. What? No, you're done. Dixie. Dixie, come in here. I'm a patriot. No, no, I'm a New York City patriot. Dixie, put the dishes down. No. Come back out here. There's an emergency. No, there's not an emergency. Quiet time with Jeff. Say your things, crazy man. Never trust anyone with the last name Kibler. If you encounter anyone with that last name and you think, oh, that's someone I can trust. The answer is no. <sighs> Ways you can get in touch with us, Gingers, at Straight Red Pot on Twitter, at Jeff is Famous on Twitter, that's him, at Alex S. Kibler on Twitter, that's me. Uh, Straight Red Podcast on Instagram, Straight Red on Facebook, and you can email us at straightred at iCloud.com and make sure on Wednesday nights to follow our Periscope of this podcast live. Are we doing that every Wednesday? Apparently. Have we committed to that? I just did, I think. Oh, <laughs> no. Uh, Go forth in soccer. Lame. <laughs> <laughs>because people realize that they do have time on the ball, they can... Oh, my girlfriend's here. Yay! Yes! Ladies and gentlemen, Dixie is here. This is my favorite part of the podcast. When Dixie shows up just trying to come back to her home and she gets roped into the pod. Dixie, come over here. Come over here, Dixie. Uh, hey come, no, come on in. Come on in. Oh, okay. Come on. Oh, come on, Dixie. Oh. Hearts. You're getting hearts. Hearts. Look at this. Oh, my God. Look at so Look at this. You got to peek in. They can't see you. They can't see. Oh, oh, Dixie, how are you? I'm good now that I see all the love. See? Periscope. Come in here. Come in here for a hug. Oh, okay. Come in here for a hug. All right, all right, all right, all right. Come in here for a hug. Oh, there it is. Oh. We're looking at my best side. Yeah, look at that. Winning awards. Dixie, how are you? How are you, Dixie? So great. <sighs> I got a hug and you didn't. And you date that woman. It's true, he does. I play to win. 